these good, like this distance right here? Yeah, it. I have it so you can put it pretty close to your face. Okay. All right, Chad Medved, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm here in Pennsylvania right now, McKeesport, Pennsylvania. I'm here with the host and creator of I'll Call You Right Back podcast, Chad Medved. And what I really wanted to do with this episode is, one, I wanted to figure out what your intentions were with your podcast and how you came about it. So first off, where did you work? What's your backstory? What's going on? I work at, <coughs> I'm sorry, I work at an engineering company and uh, I design pipes. So if customers hit me up and uh, they might need like a certain elbow to fit their uh, layout of their workspace that they have. I pretty much design the pipe and okay. work with our manufacturer uh, and our warehouse on site and create that. And uh, that's pretty much it. Just different variants of it, you know. Okay, Instead so it's like ju it's just for like work companies, or is it for like housing pipes as well? No, it's it's pretty much for big bigger companies like okay. like. Uh, propane treatment plants, things like that, things that are doing uh, uh, multi-sectional places. Like I work in coal mines. Uh, Bailey Coal Plant is like the biggest coal plant in the North America. That's one of our people. So we work with them, and uh, they will contact us to say, like, oh, we need a big-ass 90-degree elbow that's 18 inch out, out, outside diameter and I pretty much just have to design it to fit where it needs to be and efficiently and uh, just make sure it works out. Okay. Have you been on the coal mine site? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how crazy of an experience would that is that? Cause, I it's mean, super wild. Yeah, it really cause is because like it's, 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 uh, it's the dirtiest place ever. Mm -hmm. um, very, very dirty and it's, it's very, very like uh, – very, very, like, it's just honestly a big industrial site, so everything's super dangerous. You're always, like, on guard because there's big-ass belts and machines right next to you that could literally rip your body in half, and uh, I'm a bigger dude, so I don't like heights, but I have to climb up on ladders and, you know, take measurements of these big-ass pipes and everything, and uh, it's not terrible, but, you know, I would like to not be dirty. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it's fascinating because this big-ass plant, the biggest coal mine uh, in the North America, and, like, you barely see anyone in there running it. So it doesn't take many people to sustain uh, this plant, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, really. I would expect there to be workers within sight distance every every time you go down there. Yeah, for sure. I'm not, like – now, whenever I say – like. I don't work in the mine, but I work at the top of the mine where shit's getting pulled out of it. Okay. So where they're, like, manufacturing the coal, and uh, I'll go in there, and we pretty much only have to go in there whenever we got to take measurements and, you know, take care of all that stuff. All right. What what got you to that job? Is that Was, was that something you wanted to do, or? In high school, I wanted to be a teacher. I went to school for elementary ed and special ed for a year. Uh, and I always worked well with like kids with disabilities and, uh, you know, I worked well with kids. So I wanted to be a teacher. I went to Slippery Rock for a year and I just didn't really like my experience there. You know, I don't drink and 
college is on the weekends if you're not drinking at a party there's really nothing to do yeah so I, mean, I was in the same boat with you when with my college experience because i went for physical therapy assisting yeah i made it through a year and three quarters probably and i was just like i i can't handle it because i'm not a drinker i don't do any i don't party yeah i, I mean i failed my first like my first semester of slippery rock i got like a 3.2 and then uh, my second semester i just like failed out because i didn't I had no motivation to work towards anything that had to do with that. I just knew that uh, to be a teacher, I would have to probably, this was in 2009, so I would have had to like move out of state to get a decent job. And uh, I'm, I'm a homebody. I like being around people. Uh, I like being around my people. So uh, I didn't really want to move away. So I went to school at Slippery Rock for a year, and then I was like, uh, you know, forget school. Uh, I'm not going to go to school. I'm just going to work for a year uh, or I'm just going to start working. And, you know, I didn't plan on going back to school, but I started working at this machine shop and uh, it was another just terrible job getting paid like $10 an hour to work with this, this like powdered tungsten metal. And uh, I basically just filled these big ass molds with this like powdered metal that was, uh, you know, it was just hot all the time. You had to wear full gear, uh, uh, face mask it was just a terrible experience and you're only getting paid ten dollars an hour and then I'm just like sitting there and I didn't want to go back to school but I I look at my surroundings and I'm like you know do I really want to do this for the rest of my life and it was to the point where uh the people the older people around me that uh I was like working next to they were literally telling me like get out of here while you can and uh you know it kind of like scared me into not wanting to get stuck in that same wake up work two minutes away from where you grew up and uh, die there pretty much. So I was like, I'm going to go back to school. I went to PTI and, uh, you know, killed it there just because like I was done like messing around with shit and wasting time. And uh, I just wanted to make my own money and start my own life and get my own house and move out and shit. So Went to PTI, did well there because it was stuff that, like, I enjoyed. I I chose taking the path of, uh, you know, like, the technical college side because in high school, I took CAD classes since fifth grade. So I was always good at uh, drawing and, um, you know, visualizing shit in, like, the 3D, uh, like, the 3D layout of it. So... You know, I was always good at that, and I was like, I might as well go towards that because you could always find jobs in that. Oh, yeah. So I uh, went to PTI, did well there, and got a job at FedEx starting out for my internship, and it was just like a, you know, nothing. You just sat there, and you did no work. But, you know, fast forward, and now I'm here, and I'm at, uh, I'm at my company, and I've been there, and this is the first job that I had out of school that I was not that I'm not like actively depressed at. Yeah. You know, my last like three jobs, like I, I've never been more depressed in my life, like waking up and going to work for something that you hated. So, uh, now I kind of, I'm lucky enough to have a good setup. That's awesome. Yeah. I, it feels like both of our stories are kind of on a similar wave wavelength because I just currently quit a job that was similar to yours where, you didn't want to be there. You absolutely hated it. And it's not like it's not a bad job, though. It's just it's not what you want to do. It's not the place you want to be. 
Not what you're passionate about. Yeah, and it my passion is uh, fitness and health. So I've been taking courses through certifications to get personal training certifications, correctional exercise, things like that. And once I finally got all my ducks in a row and I was ready to make the step to go to train in a gym, say, I got an application. I turned it into this my new my new work. And they accepted me, and I was like, all right, it's time to go. I'm, it's time for me to actually start what I want to do. Yeah. And I feel like everybody goes through that point, and it might not necessarily be, hey, I don't want to go to college, but maybe you go through one uh, subject that you thought you wanted to do. Yeah. And then you end up not liking it, and you're just trying to find your own path, you know? Yeah, I mean, and it's. I think it's ridiculous. I say it on my podcast all the time. Like, I don't. I don't really understand how, you know, our school system is like getting away with what they're doing. Because, I mean, how are you supposed to know what you're wanting to do for the rest of your life whenever you're 16? You know, uh, they start asking you. I think they start a- started asking us in ninth grade, like, "Oh, what do you want to do for the rest of your life?" And you have no idea. So. Why should you have to, you know, just jump into something whenever you don't have any sort of uh, plan laid out and just get yourself in a bunch of debt? And, you know, it's just a big-ass trap. But luckily, like, nowadays we're living in a different world that's kind of, you know, it's super progressive to the point where uh, people are taking different routes than regular schooling and, uh, you know, doing trades and making – and being very entrepreneurial and starting their own businesses and you know the environment today is it's definitely a shaky environment people are always walking on eggshells and stuff but it's definitely still like progressing to the point where uh younger people and the younger generation have more outlets to uh have a career rather than just like the typical uh the typical shit that your parents and grandparents say like go to school get a job get married have kids and die yeah you know what i mean it's like not everyone wants to do that exactly if you don't want to do that you're considered to be like weird because it's just like not the norm but it's just imagine what it was like 10 years ago it was a completely different world oh yeah of course so i mean i don't know it's it's interesting to see it all happening Mm -hmm. so moving moving forward with this i heard you were well i listening to your podcast you were really into clothing and things like that you worked at a boutique right like a small boutique yeah i worked at a place called threads on carson which was uh it's a clothing boutique in the south side of the city um and we carried like all different brands uh different like higher end fashion brands uh the hundreds pink dolphin uh, you know subi jeans kappa all kinds of stuff but uh we were just we specialized in having like the ex- exclusivity of it all so we would have, you know, the limited run of shoes and shirts and everything like that. Uh, but I worked there for a few years, but I've always been into, like, you know, the pop culture shit. I grew up as a skateboarder, so I was always kind of, like, into fashion and uh, kind of dressing weird and kind of always dressing my own way and, like, my own style. And uh, I always, like, I never kind of got rid of that. I've always been into clothes, what's going on in the world, fashion uh pop culture music and uh that was a cool place to be at and it seems like you you found you've 
talked to a lot of your guests know you from Threads on Carson, correct? Or Yeah, I mean, that place is, I would say, the second, if not first, uh, clothing boutique in the city. So, like, it was super popular. I had people coming in all the time. I It was a good place to network. Uh, I met a lot of people there. A lot of people met me because like we would have current, cu- we'd have customers all the time. And usually our customers, you know, we're selling jeans that are like $200. Not everyone's going to come in and buy them. Yeah. So, uh, there's different customers that come through. We had stealers coming through, uh, people that sold drugs, people that had good jobs. You know what I mean? Uh, you would meet a variety of people in there. And, uh, I was you know, a manager for many years there and people start seeing your face and they start knowing you and you start knowing them and building a relationship and it just makes it a little bit easier to, uh, once people know you and know that you, like how you conduct yourself at work, people coming through and dealing with me every day, uh, they knew that I was like a talker, I was like a charismatic person, you know, I'm always like, I could find common ground with everyone. So anyone that came through, uh, I would link up. I would I would make that link with them. And eventually down the line, there was people uh, that I would meet that would, like, interest me. And I would always put them on a list because, like, I knew I wanted to start the podcast up again. And I knew that that was a good opportunity. So I would meet photographers, rappers, uh, entrepreneurs, people, or people who uh, plan parties and do all kinds of events like that. So... I would just write them down on a list, and whenever I started the podcast, and I contacted them, and it just made it a little bit easier that they knew who I was. Yeah. So you working at Threads on Carson was in between your last podcast and your current podcast. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Threads on Carson. Threads on Carson was just. I just stopped working there a couple months ago. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was a couple months ago, and then I worked there for three years. So. Uh, my first podcast I did was f- in 2013, and uh, we only did that for like 10 or 12 episodes. We all started going to school, and it kind of like just dissolved. And then uh, I got my foot in the door in the corporate world and started working, and then I met the owner of Threads on Carson at uh, my previous job, and uh, he was like, oh, uh, I heard you – I had my own clothing line at the, cl- at the time. And uh, someone at work told him that I did that, and he would always ask my opinion because, you know, I'm kind of versed. I'm kind of well versed in it. I, I always pay attention. I always see what's new and what's coming out. So he would always ask my opinion on shit. And uh, he was like, "Do you know anyone that would work that would want to work part time?" And I was like, "I want to work part time there." And uh, I was already working 40 hours a week. So he was like, "You'd you'd work, you know, six seven days a week." And I was like, "Yeah, man, like let's do it." So for three years, I had a, I had two jobs working six, seven days a week, and uh, I mean the shit at the clothing store though it was different because it wasn't like work, it was uh, pretty much just like hanging out and getting paid for it, you know it was just a passion project kind of. Mm-hmm. And so when you were writing these names down, was your goal to just talk to interesting people or was it to, uh add more revenue to your life what was the my goal in life with this podcast is to talk to people that I find interesting about what they do and how they got to that point in life and uh, the reason I started doing this is because you know 
I work in the engineering field. You work in the health field. there's so many jobs that I've always been curious about and that I've that always like really, really interested me and I always wanted to learn more about them. And, you know, we live in this world now where everyone's addicted to their phone and like I'm super guilty of it. I'm just like looking at it at all all times I'm looking at it and uh, it's sickening. So this is a good excuse for me to sit down with someone, have a good conversation uh, and learn about people's jobs that I want to learn about. So it's my podcast so I can curate it however I want. Uh, I'm a super big control freak. So I like doing everything myself. That's why like I'm always running and moving. It's just like, I don't trust people to do it the way I want it to be done. So I always have to, that's why like I started learning how to do the podcast myself. That's another reason my old one fell apart is because I was relying on, I was relying on someone to be a producer and, uh, create you know they only knew how to do the editing and all that shit so whenever I started this new one I was like I need to be able to do everything from beginning to scratch so I sat down with my buddy and uh, he taught me the ropes and then I just you know I dove into it head first and started learning but uh, I just wanted to like learn about different people like for instance I always tell people a perfect example was I talked to a funeral director And uh, I've always been interested in, like, the whole world of death. You know, people die, and, like, you would go to a a viewing, and you would see just a dead body in the casket. And you wonder how that happens. Yeah. And uh, I've always wondered that. And I've always wondered, like, who are the people that that get them dressed and take care of them? And, you know, who does all this? So I found a girl, uh, or I I put a post on Facebook, and I was like, does anyone know any funeral directors? And uh, I knew people would know people, and they would tag them. And that's whenever your judgment has to come into play. So what I'll do is once I have, like, if I ever ask people for a list of uh, suggestions, like funeral directors, I didn't know anyone personally. Uh, so I had to put that out there on Facebook. And it's it's easy to get overwhelmed on Facebook with garbage, for, like, garbage suggestions. So... I went through everyone that was suggested and I wanted to find someone that would offer a different point of view. When you think of a funeral director, you think of an older creepy guy that does that or you think of Sphinx from Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. But this girl was like this, you know, cute little hipster woman. I I always say girl and you're supposed to say woman, but uh, (laughs) this cute (laughs) hipster woman and... She just has been doing this forever, and uh, she just always wanted to do it. And, you know, I always thought it was – I thought she would offer a good opinion about it because it's this young girl who's getting into this profession that's, like, super dark and, like, uh, unpleasant, I would say. So I wanted to know what, like, got her into that. So uh, anytime I have, like, a potential guest idea – I will go on their Instagram and I will creep all their stuff <laughs> from back to literally their first post. And the reason I do that is just to get like a, a kind of a vibe of like how they are. But I also do it because like I don't have a template for any of my podcasts. I I will think about conversation that I want to have with a guest and uh, I just rely on that basic through line. And uh, if it goes off, it goes off. My uh, I don't have a set template. Cause I like the, I like the, the possibility of where we could go with it, but I, 
for instance, I was going through this girl's pod, this girl's Instagram, and I saw she had a bookshelf with like books of comedians, Steve Martin's bio or biography, um, a couple other people. So I was like, oh damn, this girl's like into comedy, and she does this. I also messed around with some comedy shit. So uh, I was like, I think she would be a real good person. So she just came over, we talked, and it was it's still one of my favorite podcasts that I've ever done, just because you learn about so much shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was I've had no intentions of, of making any money. I never wanted to throw ads in this podcast just because as a podcast listener myself, it's just it's annoying. I hate how, say, Joe Rogan ha- ta- takes the first 15, 20 minutes of his podcast to just name off ads. I don't really care if this makes money. I just care that people get something out of it. My top episode so far has been uh, a episode called Anxiety and Depression with one of my friends named Ryan, and that got so much good traction, and people were messaging me saying how, hey, I didn't know people did these things that I did, and I'm going through the same thing these people are, are going through, and it's just awesome to feel that feedback and to feel like I've touched someone else other Absolutely. than me. And yes, learning is great. That's another big reason why I want to be on the, be doing this. But I think the main reason why I'm making this is just because I like to talk. I mean, I'm a very extroverted person. Uh, I can make friends with anybody I come in contact to more than likely. And it just, it feels good to talk to people. Yeah. Especially in today's world, man. Everyone's just on their phone, and no one even wants to have a regular phone call anymore. Everyone just wants to text. And, like, I'll, I'll try to – I'll hit up my friends, and I'll try to call them, and they'll they'll hit the ignore button and text me back and yeah. say, what's up? And I'm just <laughs> like, Jesus, like, it's so much easier to just, just talk to me on the phone for 20 seconds instead of going back and forth through this text message. So having a conversation with someone is just so much – I mean, it's just better. It's it's almost like forcing you to to exercise that mu- that muscle. Yeah, and, and to be uh, present. Yeah, to be present in it and not look at your phone and and be actually like intrigued by something else. You know, I uh, I just I, I talk to literally everyone from, you know, there's I've had people I've been lucky enough to have people on that are pretty, you know, big name people, people that produce for like Wiz Khalifa, Mac Miller. Uh, I've had people on that. Uh, play in big name touring bands uh, and I was I'm lucky enough to have them on but I also have people on that are just regular people like I had Jay on mm-hmm. and uh, for people that are listening Jay is Nico's cousin and it's just like he was a fan and he hit me up and he was like yo man can I be number 10 and I was like hell yeah you could be number 10 like I don't care who comes on because everyone is interesting yeah you know I sat on my porch with my wife one morning and uh actually I might have been by myself but I was just sitting there and I was like looking at each of the houses and I was just seeing people like walk through their windows and like I would see them walk through their living room and I'm just like man like every single person in that house has a whole different life yeah and you know I'm a normal dude that works at a regular engineering company but I feel that my life was kind of interesting and, you know, uh, people like to hear about it, I guess. So every other person that I'm looking at, I'm sure they have good stories to tell and oh, good yeah. things to talk about. Yeah, everybody has their own life stories and trials and tribulations that they've gone through. And I, I love that. I love that everybody's an individual. Yeah. And with 
like all this automation going around with everybody losing their jobs to machines and stuff like that, I feel like this personal interaction and being able to talk to people and being able to convey your story is going to be really valuable in the future because once everything gets automated, I mean, all it is is creativity that's left in this to yeah. uh, show yourself. Yeah, and you got to rely on your product to uh, stand alone in the world of many others. Like the podcasting world is a perfect example. Like it's such a saturated world right now. And it's so weird because like whenever I started my first one four years ago, I did all these podcasts to no one. Like no one was get 20 listens and uh, no one even knew what a podcast was. And fast forward five years, like everyone in the world is listening to them. My mother, my father, like every different age, every different nationality, race, like there's a podcast for everyone. If you have a, if you have, you know, a favorite hobby and you look on the podcast app and you type that in, there's going to be podcasts that pop up for that exact thing. Oh, 100%. If you like hula hooping, that's just a random thing that popped into my head. I guarantee you that there's a podcast about hula hoops. If not an episode, yeah, or a couple hundred episodes. 100%, dude. Like yeah. there's just and and I think that it's it's a blessing and a curse that there is so many podcasts because like it's cool that you could type in anything and get you know a conversation about that thing, but it's also annoying because like you know, you don't, you have to go through some work to be able to find a good one. Yeah. You know, you got to come through all the bullshit that you see. It's almost like the news. Like, you know, how are you supposed to trust the news? All the news shit that you read is, you know, it's all big news channels, but everything says something different. Yeah. You know, that everyone pushes different things. So I don't know, man. My podcast is just a way for people to get away from it all. I don't talk politics really. I don't talk about anything like super pressing because, you know, that shit is just, that's, injected into our brains all day whether we like it or not through just scrolling through facebook yeah you got to hear all these people's opinions about everything and like who are you to say anything like who are, who am i to say anything you know i just like talking to people and hearing how they think and what makes their fucking i'm sorry i swore no you their mind good. swear or makes their mind uh uh turn you know what i mean yeah i know exactly what you mean and i think the market's become so saturated because people are starting to see that hey this this shit is like taking off right now you know yeah for sure and they see it's a possibility through uh like rogan and mm -hmm. like mark Marin and all these people that are like the godfathers of podcasting they see that like like joe rogan does them ads that 15 minutes of ads he probably makes 50 grand oh yeah easy and and i mean like that's understandable and i agree with what you say like i didn't start this like I always say, like, I don't care who listens to my shit. Like, if you don't like it, that's fine. Don't listen to it. I don't need to have listens. It's cool to see that – it's cool to see people enjoy what I put out and respond to it. And uh, I'm appreciative for all the reviews and downloads and everything, which are super important. So definitely add a rate and review to this podcast. But uh, I'm just like – you know, it's just – I'm just out there trying to, you know, give people something that – is different that's why like i don't really listen to music anymore i'm constantly listening to podcasts mm -hmm. uh and i'm just i want to consume knowledge something that is going to like stimulate my mind rather than listening to the same you know bone thugs and harmony cd a thousand times yeah i mean i think that's my favorite thing about podcasts in general is just 
how much knowledge you can gain. Like I've listened for probably every day at work for a year straight. I listened to this one health and fitness podcast. Who's uh, mind pump mind pump. Yeah. It's I don't know if I've ever heard of it. Look that. it up. If you if you want to learn something or you're interested in health and fitness, look them up. They're really you listen to Aubrey Marcus. I don't think I've heard of Aubrey Marcus. Aubrey Marcus is a uh, part owner of a brand called on it. You oh, yeah, I know on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so Aubrey Marcus and uh, Rogan's involved with them, too. But uh, Aubrey Marcus is the wildest dude ever. He is, you know, he started this company. On it is a human optimization company. So they sell supplements, workout uh, equipment. And it's uh, it's all ran by people that are just, like, into martial arts, into feeling good and, like, uh, doing good things in life. And he is super, super motivating and interesting. And uh, you should definitely check his out. I'll definitely If, if you check like all the health and fitness stuff, he talks about all kinds of weird shit. Like, he'll talk about sleep, how it, how the cryo, uh, the cryo chambers are mm-hmm. beneficial, how, I mean, you got everything you want. And that's just a perfect example about, like, podcasting allows you to, you know, find a topic about anything. Or yeah, seriously. Conversation about anything. I gained so much knowledge in that one year of listening to those po- health and fitness podcasts than I did ever <laughs> in my courses of certifications and all that. And I've been taking certifications since I was 17. Yeah, ain't that crazy? Yeah, it's it's just people learn differently. And I think generally everybody learns at least some bit by listening to people talk about it and going through that experience with them. Yeah. And I've just figured out that I that's that's the best way for me to learn. What's the best way to do it? Because, like, you know, the reason I listen to all Rogan stuff is because, you know, that dude came up as just a regular dude. Family was divorced. He had a, some shitty jobs and just became a comedian. He's not, like, educated. He didn't go to college. I think he went to college for one semester. But, like, this dude is, like, probably the smartest civilian living. Oh, yeah. Like, the smartest Easy. dude that, that has no schooling past high school. And people are like, people are blown away whenever I say that. But like, he talks to everyone from like, you know, people like uh, Jeff Ross and Dave Attell, who are like w- some of the greatest comedians living, to like Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. So like, this guy talks, he's just a regular dude. He's a regular dude like us that laughs at dick jokes, laughs at fart jokes. You know what I mean? But he's also interested in learning about things and developing his own choices and his own opinions so i feel like whenever rogan talks to someone i feel that he he chews up all that information and he comes to his own conclusion and then he talks about it he never i feel that he never pushes anything down anyone's throat Mm -mm. and if anything he he changes his mind whenever he talks to people and that's what i like about it you know like i'm I'm not someone who's super educated with anything, but, you know, I like to take stuff in because everyone's beliefs are their beliefs because they believe in them, right? So they have passion in their beliefs and they have, uh, they, they truly believe in all that. So there has to be some validity in there and you have to be able to gain something from people's beliefs, whether it not be exactly what you believe, it could open up a door that lets you expand your thoughts about that. Yeah. Certain. That was kind of a weird way to describe it. And I hope people understood what I was trying to say, but hopefully they did. 
Yeah, I mean, you just have to be very open-minded. Yeah. And I feel like Joe Rogan does that so well. And that I think everybody can take something af- off of him. Yeah. And whether it be um, why THC and uh, CBD is beneficial or him talking to some astrophysicist about yeah chemistry or some science i don't know or if he's just talking to a ufc fighter about like you know their workouts and yeah their lives i was listening to him and michael bisping on the way here and you know i get how people don't like like my wife for instance she loves my podcast obviously because (laughs) she's my wife but she started to get into podcasts more but she doesn't like rogan she doesn't like listening to him she gets a weird like she gets like almost like a like a douchebag meathead type of vibe from yeah. him which is understandable yeah but you know i don't know i think it maybe it's because i've been listening to him for 10 years <laughs> who knows probably i'm super uh, biased against it <laughs> so going back to your first podcast you said you started that right before you guys went into college or as you were transitioning so I started that right after I got out of Slippery Rock. Uh, I came home and I was just working, and then that's whenever I started the podcast with my buddy, and uh, that went on for I think eleven episodes maybe. But in that eleven episodes, we were able to podcast with Bert Kreischer, who's like an incredible comedian, friends with Rogan on all kinds of. He's he had specials on Netflix, everything. So I just hit him up and I was like, "Yo, man, could." would you ever want to podcast with us? You're coming to the Pittsburgh improv. Like we'll meet up with you. And he was like, hell yeah. But like, it was so easy because there was no podcast to, there was no podcast. So yeah. he wasn't probably getting hit up by 90 people. Now everyone has a podcast mm-hmm. and you have to rely on your product to, you know, set you aside from everyone else. That's crazy that you got him on. Yeah, it was cool. It was a really awesome time. And he was just like an awesome guy. Like, we went to the improv, met him there, and, uh, you know, he took us back into the green room, and we podcasted for, I think, like 34 minutes while his opener was on. We literally podcasted until he was sitting there, and we were just talking, and you hear in the background, like, up next, our next comedian, and he was like, all right, fellas, this is my time, set the microphone down, took his shirt off, and walked right out, and everyone's <laughs> cheering. And you're just like, damn, dude, like, this is insane. That's that, phenomenal. Yeah, like, it was it was super awesome that he did that. And it's just like, that shows you how much the podcasting world manifested and, uh, you know, just changed in the last, that was four years ago. Yeah, really. And there was no one in the city of Pittsburgh four years ago with podcasts. I was and, about to say, how, was, how would that affected you if you continued that? Oh, it would have, oh. it would have been, it would have been epic, but, you know, like, we weren't ready. Yeah. Like, that shit. If, if it was meant to – I believe a, a lot, and if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Oh, of course. I don't know why I believe in that. I'm not super religious or anything like that, but uh, I just – I feel like things happen for a certain reason, and I feel that uh, I just have confidence in myself to be able to adapt to what's happening. So, like, that podcast probably would have fizzled out. There was no – we had no idea what we were doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it was just people coming in a room, and we were just – being ridiculous and bullshitting and if i made that podcast now people would not listen to it oh of course you know what i mean so i use all the failures that i have like my clothing line that didn't go through that first podcast and i just like learn from all that shit and i try to apply that to what i want to do now that's why it took me four years to start another one like i always wanted to do another one just 
I had to wait for the right time. Yeah, I mean, and failure, literally, the only thing failure is is just a learning experience. It's a way that you tested <coughs> something out, and it didn't work. So why didn't it work? You're, I mean, it's all just a learning experience. And I think with what you are doing right now, it's – I mean, you've obviously learned from all of your past mis- – or most of them, I w- at least I would say. Yeah, I mean, and I, I just – I try to, I try to just make it. I try to apply all those factors to what I want to do because I still want to be like true to what I want to do, and talk about what I want to watch or what I want to talk about, and have on the people that I want to have on. Like I don't want it to be super like you know I don't want it to be super stuffy, you know I want. Are you do you listen to a lot of other podcasts? Yeah, I listen to. Uh, <sighs> Probably four or five of them, four or five different podcasts. So there's like comedians that I, I was thinking about who really influences me. Okay. There's a guy named Mark Marin. You know who that is? No. Mark Marin's a super good, like he's probably the best interviewer of anyone that's doing podcasts right now. It's very different and it's not as like rigid of a template but you should check him out he he even started before rogan oh wow president obama did a podcast with uh mark maron like president obama flew to mark maron's house the secret service closed down his entire block and president obama did a podcast with mark maron in his small cluttered garage oh my gosh that's insane yeah it's like and that right there like whenever that happened was such a big deal because that was showing the world like how much podcasting was affecting everything like Barack Obama wanted to to market to a certain like a certain pool of people and that shows you like how powerful podcasting is like he could have went on the news he could have went on that but like the people that are listening to podcasts are that's a whole different that's almost like a whole different world of people oh yeah you know you're talking different media yeah because it's not censored you know what I mean like People could say whatever they want, and you you don't have to worry about like the corporate guidelines or if people allow you to say this or people allow you to say that. And sometimes people get into shit because they say shit on podcasts. Oh, but of course. That's the stuff that people really want to learn about and really want to know. And that's why like I I kind of rely on, you know, that's kind of why I don't have a template because I just ask things that 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 come to me, and uh, I feel that that's the most genuine conversation because that's a real conversation yeah it's just a real natural organic feel to it and i really i mean i try my best to do that too of course i'm still fairly new so i'm still trying to get used to it on 18 uh yeah this is 18 coming up so like you know it's just you're gonna progress every single episode you you put out you're gonna get better at everything just like you do with everything in life oh yeah my like my 50th episode is coming up and uh my buddy that i had on the first podcast so uh the first episode was a was a kid named zach pishney who uh he was a good friend in high school he was younger than me but we used to travel to shows to see this band like moths to flames uh we used to travel there and see them everywhere we used to go and now this kid is in the band traveling the world with them. Oh, and wow. And he's their guitarist. And, like, it's such an incredible thing to see it. I just actually got to go see his show on Thursday. Uh, he played in Pittsburgh. But I had him on for the first episode, and it was such a terrible episode. 
because I had, you know, 25 questions written down and it was basically just me like, oh, so Zach, what kind of guitar do you play? And him having an answer and me not paying attention and me just worrying about the next question to to ask. So like it having like I understand that people have like things that they want to talk about, but I just think it it does a disservice for me to to try to put a leash on it. Yeah, really. I mean, it the whole point of this type of media is to really dig in deep to people's past and figure out how they tick and their how they think and all that stuff and I believe that if you have those questions written down on your screen and you're looking at them and you're trying to focus on two things at once it's it's just going to take away from the experience yeah you're not present yeah no uh, going back to the beginning when we were talking about presence yeah you're not present at all and I think like you said that's a really big disservice not just to you but to them and also to your viewers or your listeners because they see that shit all the time on TV. They see that shit on the radio. I mean, shit, and their ads, when they're listening to freaking Spotify, they hear that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, the least we can do is just make it as normal as possible, you know, as, as organic as possible. Yeah, and there's there's other podcasts that have, like, more rigid of a template where they uh, stick to certain, you know, sit to certain times. Like, they'll only stay at, like, an hour and shit like that, but... You know, I just never wanted it to be like that. That's why I figured I do it how I want in the beginning. So the people that get behind it, they get behind it, and it's going to stay that way. Like, yeah. I'm not going to – I didn't want to, like, cater to, like, trying to get a bunch of followers in the beginning because, like, I didn't want to, like, be fake because if if I was not being genuine with the product I was putting out, whenever I changed to being genuine – uh, and putting out what I really wanted to, those people that followed me for the wrong reasons are just going to leave anyway. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So You got to keep that integrity. Yeah, I've always been someone that's just like, if you don't like me, then fuck you. And yeah, seriously. That's fine. But, you know, I just, I, I've always, like, really, I've always, like, been proud of the type of person that I was where I, I've always dressed how I wanted. I've always, like, liked what I wanted, did what I wanted. And I've definitely, like, taken you know, inspirations from people, but, you know, I'm not someone that, like, follows any sort of, like, trend or, like, norm. It's yeah. just, this is life. You're just you. Yeah, this You're is just life. You're an individual. We're, every day, shit is getting different, so how could you base yourself off of someone else's life? Yeah. Everyone is just different. It's just like saying, I want to be just like Joe Rogan. Yeah. You're never going to be Joe Rogan. Never. You're never going to be, you're never going to be your parents. You're never going to be the billionaire next door you're gonna be you yeah and, and you just have to make rely on what you do to 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 make some shit happen yeah and i mean if anybody can get anything from this is just be yourself don't worry about being anybody else but yourself take what you got and roll with it because i was definitely blessed with the charisma i have today but not always the speech <laughs> I'm i'm usually lacking on like speaking, like enunciating my words, having a little bit of a lisp, you know, yeah, how I mean, that is. It's because we're normal people. And exactly. I think, I think that's why people like uh, like that. Like I swear way too much on my podcast and it's, it's not <laughs> Sorry, that. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty bad too. And it's terrible, but it's like, I, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're not listening to me because I'm swearing, you're not the person that I want to listen to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. And I pretty much, uh, you know, 
I, I've been lucky enough to have people support what I've done and they like hearing me talk to people and I get good feedback and people, uh, people definitely have been rating and reviewing in the podcast and it helps me out because like, you know, just seeing people respond to it makes you want to keep going with it and make you, it makes you want to keep progressing it and keep, uh, like leveling your shit up and just getting better and better. Yeah, speaking of the ratings and reviews, what was your experience for your first rating and your, like your first good rating and review? Well, I think that uh I think that my first ratings and reviews were by my friends. You know, if you got if you got friends that are supporting what you do, I I remember waking up one day and I had like seven from all different ones of my friends and you know, it's cool that they do that. Your friends uh supporting you is definitely something that needs to be whether they like the shit that you're putting out or not. They're your friends. Support what your other friends are doing. Uh, but, you know, the ratings and reviews, I don't think people understand how important they are for a podcast. Oh, yeah. Because, like, people say, oh, I mean, it literally only takes, like, two minutes to do. and uh, But it's a double-edged sword because, like, pretty much the only rating reviews that matter are the ones that are on Apple. Mm-hmm. You know, Apple podcasting rating reviews are the most important because that's what's, like pushing your name to the top of the lists of things like my podcast is under society and culture and uh you know i'm waiting for that that day for it to break that top 200 list and you know i just keep working towards that you know i'll I'll check it and and uh, one of these days it's going to be up there yeah what are you at right now do you know off the top of your head for what for the where you're at ratings right i have no idea how to tell that you know i i don't really know how that works but I will just, you know, search there. But if you look at, like, the 200, the, like, the top 200, and you go to, like, Podcast 200, like, all those people have, like, a 1,000 reviews or something uh, like that. Oh, yeah, they have so really. Yeah, like, that definitely, like, comes into play. So that's why you just got to keep getting people to bump your reviews. And, like, that's why, like, uh, you know, it helped me out because I started to do that clothing line long ago. So I've always been into, like, the clothes and, like, making shit and, like, monetizing stuff. So, uh, I make, I made t-shirts and pins and all kinds of shit. And, uh, you know, you have to like, that's why I do some giveaways and stuff. Like I'm doing a 10,000, uh, downloads giveaway where I'm giving away like three different prizes. One's stickers, one's a hoodie and stickers and pin and the other one's a pin. And like, that's just to give people some initiative to like, kind of do that and like kind of take the time and review and rate. Because, like, I mean, people will never understand how important that is. Oh, yeah. Just because they're not doing it. They think it's just like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's just rating and review. And I'm guilty of it, too. You know, I've been guilty of listening to podcasts for years and not rating and reviewing it. But once I started my podcast. Yeah, it really opens your eyes. Yeah, I went back there and I was like, you know, it only takes a second and it's a big difference for people. And to wake up and to, to see different reviews, like whenever I wake up, I obviously go on the podcast page and I see if anyone left any good or bad reviews and like whenever you wake up and you read something that like someone really took some time to write yeah and like that means a lot you're just like man these really people these people are really like getting something from from what i'm putting out Uh, yeah uh, i actually got recently like probably this is probably about a month or two ago i got a rating and review from my uh, one of my good friends his name's scott and later that day he had messaged me on uh instagram because I'm still trying to work out my thumbnail, trying to figure all that stuff for the picture. Yeah. And he, my friend Scott, he's an artist. He's like, he's going to school for arts and stuff like that. And he was like, "Hey, dude, I'm really loving your podcast. Like, 
would you like me to make you this uh, picture for your podcast? I'm like, yeah, dude. I mean, how much do I owe you? He's like, it's nothing. It's free. Just, I just love what you're doing and I really want to support in every way I can. And I'm like, dude, like that, that, that made my, that made me tear up. I was like, there's actually people that really like it. I mean, obviously he's my friend and, but your friends don't always have to like it. I mean, they can support you, but they don't have to like it. Yeah. And just the fact that people are listening and liking it, whether it be 12 people or 72 people, who, however many people listen to it, yeah, and they actually get something out of it, and that, I, that really makes me feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. And I've, I've gotten a different message from a, uh, someone I know who's, who makes music, and he was like, hey, I'll, I'll make you some intro and outro music, and he's currently working on that right now. His name's Michael Wright. And I it that all flooded in like in two days two day uh time span and i it was just like holy shit like yeah you i'm actually wanna, getting somewhere you want to support your friends like if your friends are doing cool shit like it's it's easy to support that and it's easy to get behind that and working together with people is you know that's that's more of a benefit than it is than a disservice like you know there's podcasts around the city that uh you know I'm sure that don't like what I do just because it's something similar to they do to what they do. But like, you know, I don't even really listen to anyone's podcasts in the city uh, just because it's not that I'm like, it's not that I do it to like be like malicious or anything. It's just like, I don't want to ever subconsciously like take something from someone else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'll do some stand up comedy and shit like that. And I don't really like watch other stand-ups that much unless it's someone that like i love because like i just never want i want everything that's that i put out to be mine you know what i mean like i don't i don't want to like copy off people at all and i think that that's also why the whole you know the idea of the podcasting world being saturated like doesn't really scare me or like it shouldn't scare someone that's that's really in it for the right reasons because you know the cream always rises to the top and there could be a thousand people, but if 999 of them sound like shit and yours sounds like good, like yours is going to stand out. So I just, you know, I, I just rely on putting 100% into me finding the right type of guest, me being consistent because, you know, if you look up the main reason people unfollow podcasts is because there's a break in a week. Uh, so... I keep the same release date. I release every Thursday. I release uh, first thing in the morning so people have it for, you know, the the work day. And the only reason I chose Thursday is because, like, I have a podcast that I listen to that comes out on Tuesday. I have one that comes out on Wednesday that I listen to. And uh, no one, like, I, I don't put them out on Mondays or Fridays because usually people take off work Mondays or Fridays. Yeah. So it gets looked over. And, like, as you grow into this podcast shit, you're going to start realizing things. Like, people – like, I didn't put one out on Thanksgiving because, like, people aren't going to listen to it that day. No. So, you're going to waste it. Yeah. You know, so I just said – I said screw it and I just waited. But, like, you'll start learning different ways to fine-tune things that make it work better for you. And uh, you'll start – I mean, like, I'm sure you're going to s- just keep seeing your numbers grow because the more you do it – you know, the more people are going to get behind it, the more people are going to show some support and, you know, want to be involved with it. Like you're going to get people that start hitting you up that want to be on here. You know, I have people now 
that are contacting me to be on here and it was like you know it was that's a, pain a good in, yeah that's a yeah, good situation to be in it's a pain in the ass in the beginning <laughs> to try to get people because you know you want all these like good big name people but they don't they don't trust what you're doing because you only have like 10 followers or something. Yeah. So in the beginning, whenever I tell people like, Oh, I'm doing this podcast. Like there was a photographer that I had on named Jordan Beckham. And he's kind of a big deal in the city. Like he's worked with that Gabby Barrett girl who was just on American Idol. I think mm -hmm. she took second place, but, uh, he works with like Wiz Khalifa, Gabby Barrett, all these people. And I remember asking him in the beginning, whenever the podcast was just an idea. And I was like, yo man, I'm doing this podcast. Uh, I'd love to have you on to talk about like your idea, like, like what, like how you got to this point, because he grew up a skateboarder in the city. And, uh, I just knew that we would have a good conversation and he was dodging me for months, you know, like he just, uh, he didn't, he didn't, you know, I wasn't nothing to him because like, yeah. I didn't have any, it wasn't beneficial. Yeah. To it him. wasn't beneficial. So yeah. like as it progresses and as you have different people on and people start to hear that like you know what you're doing and you're not just like screwing around and you're really like putting in the time and you want this to be something people are going to start respecting that a little bit more once you get your numbers to grow and people see that like oh people are really listening to this this will be beneficial to me then you'll start to get more people that uh are going to come on and it'll be easier but it's you know it's regardless it's always going to be a, a grind dude like every day like, I don't backlog a bunch of episodes of this podcast because, like, I don't like them to be dated. Yeah. That's why, like, I'll only backlog, like, one episode because, like, I don't want them to be super dated because, like, if I had that conversation three weeks ago and I'm putting it out this week, like, I lost the, the fire for that conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't even remember what the hell we talked about. <laughs> but, I mean, you just – it's a constant game, dude. You're just trying to trying to figure out how to keep leveling up. All right. Well, I have two questions for you because we need to wrap it up. I gotta go to this Christmas party. I know. I apologize. No, I no. This is. I honestly, dude. I really. I would rather miss Christmas time for this because I see you as, uh, sort of a mentor, and I hopefully, I, that doesn't sound like weird because I didn't really ask ask for that. But I see you as like yeah. an inspiration to me. I see you as someone. That who's doing it, going through, going through it, and like succeeding, and that really knowing somebody that is doing that is really just inspirational to me because you are the one of the sole reasons I started this was because my cousin's friend started a podcast, and he's he's getting big and he's growing and he's he's talking to people for the right reasons. He's not out for the money. He's he's just a real genuine guy starting a podcast, and I was like. I can do this now. Like I've been thinking about it and I'm going to go through with it. So everyone could do it, man. The only thing that's going to set you aside from other people is if you keep doing it, you know, people start this shit all the time. They start a podcast all the time. And you know, by the third, fourth week, they skip a week and they don't put one out or they're not, you're not, they forget to do this. And you could tell the people that are, they're not really into it for the right reasons. You know, I see what you do and like, I appreciate all that. And like any, you know, I, that's why I'm always open to like, I'm always open to be on people's podcasts, help out in any way, because like I, I was hoping for that in the beginning as well. Like I want people to welcome me into the world instead of just saying like, oh, you're a new podcaster. Fuck you. I don't want to, I don't want to compete with you. You know what I mean? Like I, those are the people that are insecure that I'm insecure with themselves. People that don't want to help other people out are insecure with themselves because they don't, they're insecure with their product. 
Like, I know that no one's going to be able to do what I do. Mm-hmm. No one's going to be able to do what you do. And that's it. Yeah. You just got to keep doing it. All right. So my two questions are, what have been the single most biggest trial or tribulation you've been through throughout your life? That, that could be podcast. That could be just some something that happened to you that was really hard on you. And uh, the second one is with your growth in your podcast, have you thought about doing more than one episode a week? So you can do it in any order. I don't really care. Um, so just off it popped in my head. So I won't do more than one a week. I, I do sometimes if I have like uh, kind of people that are involved in s- like kind of the same thing. Like, for instance, the one week I had uh, an artist that I knew was doing an art show at this really incredible restaurant called Streets on Carson. And uh, I wanted to interview the owner of the the venue, and I wanted to interview the artist that is having their show in that venue. So uh, I had them two on one week. Then I interviewed my buddies who were in like a like R and B band, and um, I didn't want to split that up and make that two weeks because like you know people already heard about that. I wanted the next week to be something fresh. So them two promoting the same thing, I put them both in one week. And uh, I'll do it on like a Tuesday and then I'll drop another episode on a Thursday. So I don't plan on adding, you know, two episodes a week just because, you know, you want you want to give you want people wanting more of it. That's true. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to keep you just want people wanting to come back and listen to what you got that you want them to be excited about what you're going to put out next. Now I'm getting all kinds of texts like who do we got this week? Like whenever I post like uh I always, I always keep my Instagram, like, I really worked hard on that because, you know, that is a big deal. You know, if you think about it and you go to someone's Instagram page, people judge you off your followers. Yeah. If you have 10 followers, people aren't going to bat an eye at you. But if your Instagram page looks like shit, people judge you from that. So you have to take into all them small things into consideration. Even if, you, even if it's not a big deal to you, it's a big deal to the other people that are uh, – that are, you know, actively that you're doing it for. You're making that Instagram page not for you to promote your shit to other people. So you want people to see that in a certain way that makes them want to go towards it. So I mean the the I never have a guest I never have more than one guest on really because I think it's distracting and I'll never put out two episodes in a week unless there's some reason that I am. All right. Because uh I think that it's just it's better that way. Yeah, that makes sense. But like I know there's a lot of successful podcasts that have more than one guest on. Oh yeah. At a I time. Mean, I just, I think they can it's distracting. Do it. yeah. yeah. I think it's distracting for my template because I want to learn about people's lives. So if I ask you, for instance, like, oh, where'd you grow up? And then you tell me and you go off for a couple minutes about where you grew up and how you grew up. And then there's another guest there. And I flip over and say, so where did you grow up? Yeah. People already forgot what you said while mm-hmm. they're listening to other people. That, that makes sense. Yeah. And can you repeat the first question? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no problem. What was one of the biggest trials or tribulations you've had throughout your life? that you'd be willing to uh, share. It, it could be about anything throughout your life. It doesn't Trials have to be just Trials and tribulations. Um, I mean, I've been pretty lucky in life. Like, I've never had anything super crazy, super uh, super bad happen to me. Um, I'd say that uh, the most the, – the thing that I've always been most vulnerable about is, uh, you know – I think the only thing that I need to get better in life with is, is like my, my physical health. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I uh, I played football my entire life, and uh, you know after football and shit, I I lost a bunch of weight, and then uh, I got into the working world, and I just gained it all back. Yeah. Dude. And uh, I think that that's like the only thing that I've that's always been like gnawing at the back of my mind that I need to get under control because like everything else with my life I'm happy with I'm happy in the points that I am this podcast is uh going great for me so I'm happy with this I'm happy that I'm married I got a good life I'm got a good home place but uh I think that uh I got to take care of uh I got to take care of myself a little bit more that's that's the next thing on the list and that's the biggest thing that uh I've always struggled with in life was my mental my mental, whenever it has to do with weight and working out and all that yeah. shit, like, it's a, uh, that's the biggest beast that I've ever had to like come in contact with. Okay, and you'll notice once you start going down that path and you're getting healthier and you're losing that weight and you're, you're feeling better that everything else in your life is gonna start picking up as well. It's gonna get better. Yeah. Just because you're a gonna be in a better mental state because you're. You've lost that weight and you've gone through that, uh, gone through that 100%, challenge. Hundred percent. And then you'll have probably more energy to go do more tasks and have better focus for them. So yeah, I, I mean, mean, like I did it, I did it once already, so I know how to do it, and I know that I that I have to do it, and I know that it's beneficial. But uh, you know, I'm taking I'm taking steps, dude. I just started jujitsu. Oh, so I love jujitsu. Y- yeah, so like I I've wanted to do it for like ten years and. Uh, ever since I started listening to Rogan, like the way that he talks about it and the way that anyone who does it talks about it, you just like, you know, that there's something there that's like, that's incredible. So me and my buddies, uh, just me and my two friends signed up on black Friday for this place called stout Pittsburgh. It's a, it's a, uh, Henzo Gracie gym. Okay. And, uh, you know, I started doing this and this is like the, this is literally the hardest thing I've ever done oh, in my yeah. life. Oh my gosh. And, uh, you know, that's, it's really helping me because like after I get out of a jujitsu class, like, you know, your, your, your mindset is way better. Oh you're, yeah. You're in a way better mindset. You feel better about things and you know that like, uh, you know that like you, you're working. Yeah. You, you know, know, you pushed yourself. Yeah. You got to put in the time. Oh yeah. I mean, I coming from like, well, I didn't really come from any fighting background, but yeah. i I am a amateur MMA fighter. I've been out of it for a couple months just because funds. I'm apartment and crab, not enough money. You know yeah. how it is, college student. Anyway, but when I was going through that and learning jujitsu, I mean, by no means am I like like amazing at jujitsu. I'm probably proficient. I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not too big at it. But just the planning you have to do while you're rolling with people. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. You just you need to be on top of your game like 100% of the time. And it's and the amount of tensi- intensity you have to put out just to roll with someone is I mean, it's insane. It yeah. really builds that mental fortitude that you need to push through a lot of things. Rogan uh Rogan explained it pretty well. He he uh he was explaining his body is almost being a battery and whenever you don't like work out or you don't like expel that energy you have all this like energy that starts to like pour out and starts to get all gross on you and the way he described it like it's it's not really what happens with a battery but it's kind of a good way to think about it like you working out and everything like you expel all that energy and like there's nothing that i've done in the past 10 years since like since i've played football 
where my mindset where you have to completely forget about everything you do and just like kind of just do it and that's like that's that's how I feel with jujitsu like everything has to I can't think about anything else I just have to concentrate on that and it's a good way to get away and and to be present to be present all right that's a perfect perfect way to end it Chad go ahead plug what you need um I do a podcast it's called I'll call you right back uh you can find it on all platforms um Instagram is at I'll call you right back uh I'm doing a giveaway uh I don't know man just listen if you like this I'm sure you'll like that I talk to interesting people about what they do and how they got to that point in life and uh definitely give this definitely give the some porch talk a rate and review because that's super important for uh, people that are doing things like this. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me hey, on. Hey, Chad, thanks so much.